good afternoon or good morning or good evening wherever you are and welcome to the first episode of the Sporty Shorty podcast hosted by Sporty Shorty. Um, Before we get this episode started I just wanted to thank Anchor which is a podcast service that distributes your podcast out to Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, ACT. Um, this podcast is mainly about me talking about the sports that I like. Uh, I have a few friends, but most of them aren't into sports, so I really have no one to talk about them with. So that's what this podcast is for. I live in Melbourne, Australia. So the big sport that I follow is the AFL and it is the biggest sport in Australia and if someone tells you it's not and it's rugby, chances are they're from Queensland or New South Wales. So without further ado, I thought I would get into the sports that I like a lot, who I follow and then get stuck into the AFL news of the week. So first, obviously in the AFL, I follow the Essendon Football Club. I have since I was born. Uh, Unfortunately, we haven't won a final in 16 years. I am constantly reminded of that. But hopefully 2021 can change that. We got Peter Wright in the forward line, added some speed out of the back half. Nick Hind and Dyson Heppel will be playing back there. Jai Cordwell to the midfield um, and just yesterday we signed Alec Waterman from the West Coast Eagles. In the AFLW though I followed the Western Bulldogs uh, because my mother and my sister followed the Western Bulldogs, as well as I have a few ties there. But dogs are looking good this season. I'm really excited to see what the last four rounds have to bring. Uh, in the BBL, which for anyone who isn't from Australia, that is the Big Bash League or T20 League. Uh, I follow the Red and Black being the Melbourne Renegades. Uh, we didn't have the best season this year, but we gave a few young guys a good chance to go out there and get a taste of international level cricket. Uh, Fraser McGurk, Jack Fraser McGurk, Peter Hatzoglou, Mackenzie Harvey and Sammy Harper gave him another round. So they're looking like some good kids that are going to get better. Uh, in the NRL, which is Rugby League, I've the Melbourne Storm. Um, this season is probably the lot, like the upcoming one, is probably the last season they have at a premiership before we lose guys like Cam Smith, uh, Cam Smith and Josh Adokar. But uh, the other leagues that I follow. Uh, American ones, uh, NBA obviously, followed the Boston Celtics, um, they're looking good, got Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, 
Marcus Smart, Tristan Thompson came in this season. Um, looking for a bit more consistency over the next couple of weeks. But I feel like the Celtics are going to bounce back and play well. Uh, the other sport that I follow is the Patriot is the N- sorry is the NFL. I follow the New England Patriots, which is a bit controversial, but I don't follow them because they've had this twenty-year dynasty. I follow them because I was born in Boston, Massachusetts, and I actually have a bit of stability in who I. Uh, follow which I think is very important Uh, as well as from time to time I watch the MLB being the Major League Baseball I follow the Red Sox Um, Dustin Pedroia has recently retired Um, but yes I like to keep the consistency over who I follow Um, unlike one of my friends who follows the Broncos and the Knicks, which makes no sense either follow the Broncos and the Nuggets or the Knicks and the Jets or the Knicks and the Giants. But that is about it. NFL news this week. Uh, JJ Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals yesterday. Um, and then also today, Kyle Van Noy apparently is being released by the Miami Dolphins. And, uh, veteran tight end Rudolph is being released from the Vikings. So, very interesting stuff going on there. But, to get into the meat of the episode, I'm probably going to stick to mainly talking about AFL given the AFLW season is on at the moment and the AFL season will probably go for the next six months. Then I'll probably do NFL, then MLB and stuff like that as well as trades, but that's for later on in the year. So last week the AFL hosted, not hosted, but there was a bunch of scratch matches between clubs so those were behind closed doors. I think members got to watch it on live streams. But other than that, it wasn't on Fox Footy or Channel 7 or something. Um, so to wrap that up, the Blues beat the Dons. Geelong won, I believe, by two points against Collingwood at GMHPA Stadium. The Western Bulldogs went down at home to the Hawthorne Footy Club. The D's got the win over the Tigers, who were trying to go for a three-peat. The Saints absolutely smashed North Melbourne, something I'm sure Mason Wood would have thoroughly enjoyed. The Lions beat the Gold Coast Suns. Jordana had a kick four. Port beat the Crows, which is very expected. Um, and the Fair Dockers beat the Eagles, which I was kind of surprised about at first, but then I realised that Freo are probably going to be a pretty decent team this season. And the Swans, and finally the Swans, 
true with the Giants? Well, that's what it says on social media, but if you read the comments of the Sydney Swans Instagram post, it says that the Swans won by point. So I don't know what is true, but maybe something was overturned. I'm not sure. Not 100% sure. I didn't watch the game. But moving on, um, we have the big, bigger news of the week. I would say the AFLW round five, uh, the Indigenous round. It was really cool to see all the designs on each of the jumpers. Mostly they were designed by women, I believe. Ah. Uh, and this week, most of the jumpers have been up for auction for people to buy. Um, yes, so those were cool. And people, some of the players had some really nice looking Indigenous inspired art on their footy boots. So that was very, very cool to see. I like seeing the... Uh, camaraderie between both the men's and the women's competition but yes anyway to get into the big news on Friday night down at GMHBA Stadium the Richmond Tigers got their very first ever win as a club in the AFLW competition they beat along by 60 something points I believe um the first half was an absolute masterclass from Richmond. They their pressure was up, their skills were up, they were connecting beautifully and most importantly they were getting it through the big sticks. Um in the second half Geelong controlled it a little bit, but they'd already gotten to way big of a lead at halftime and it was virtually impossible for Geelong to claw their way back that on top of the fact that Richmond is playing really good football at the moment and Geelong have basically no game plan no direction from what it looks like on the outside Anyway, it was really, really awesome to see the passion from the girls at the end of the game. They were absolutely ecstatic. They sung that Richmond song louder than I reckon the boys sang. At the 2020 Grand Final, they were so loud, so happy with themselves and they should be proud of their efforts. One standout effort uh, came from the number one pick. Number 22, Ellie McKenzie. She had 16 disposals, uh, 8 kicks, 8 handballs, 5 marks uh, and 1 tackle. Uh, She also had a few stellar pieces of play. 1 kick in the 50 50 for goal. About 35 out on a slight angle. She kicked that one through with her booming left foot. But also she had a few nice passages, a few nice passages of play. One on the uh, bench side, where she took two or three bounces, 
Oh, sold where the candy, fended off one of the drone players, uh, cooked the final kick, but there's always room for improvement. So that was one of the sell performances. Also, Monique Conti had 27 disposals and Katie Brandon kicked a couple, as well as the final goal to put the tags well and truly on top. Moving on to Saturday afternoon, the Dogs got the win over the Giants. Oh, it was pretty tense in the first quarter. Both teams were a bit fumbly, but I thought the pressure was there. Uh, the big quarter of the match was the second quarter. Uh, absolutely amazing from uh, the Dogs. They put on a lot of pressure. Nice connection inside 50. Um, it was just nice to watch. And to top off that day, Bonnie Too Good had three goals as well as Isabel Huntington. And that was the first time Huntington had kicked three goals in a match. Unfortunately, it was a bit bittersweet for the dogs. Uh, Deanna Berry going down in the last quarter with an ACL, was suspected ACL. She was quite shattered, as you can imagine. Third game of the weekend was the Brisbane Lions beating the Freo Dockers. Uh, the Dockers losing their 11-game winning streak, I believe. Um, as my sister would say, bad kicking is bad football, and that's what costs the Dockers in the end, they were just, I think they kicked 1-8 and they were just shocking. I think it wasn't their week, but the lines were good, nice pressure, straighter kicking, but that premiership race is going to be interesting to watch. Final game of the day was North beating the Blues down in Launceston. Um, it was a good match. I think North North got back to who they have been uh, obviously last week against the Pies was far from their best performance. But they bounced back. They were nice and strong, good pressure. They have really good skills. Um at North Melbourne. But the highlight for the Blues was Mimi Hill. Uh, I First round pick, I believe. She kicked her first two goals in, for, in her career. So that was pretty good for her. Then on Sunday, we saw the Crows beat the Saints. Uh, Chelsea Randall kicked a couple. I think Aaron Phillips kicked one. It was good team win from the Crows. Ah, their pressure and their their skills are just good. Saints look a bit lost at the moment. Ah, I think they need to go back, revisit their game plan, work on their skills, just come out with a little bit more passion. But in saying that, ah, my one complaint of that game was the clash. Of jumpers. Well, this was for me watching the game. Adelaide had white jumpers with a design on the front as well as white shorts. 
Her and St Kilda had their indigenous round jumpers on, but they had white backs, uh, black shorts, and a very wide white strap down the middle. So it was kind of hard for me to watch the game. I didn't really enjoy that. Uh, then at 3.10 was the Pies and the D's down at Victoria Park. The Pies won easily. I think one of their, they have one of the best back lines in the competition. They were really strong through the first three quarters of the game. They just weren't letting Melbourne have any kicks inside 50. If they kicked it out on the 50 metre mark, there weren't going to be any little chippy short kicks in. So the Pies have very strong back six. Uh, I thought good game from uh, the amazing Chloe Malloy. She never seems to disappoint. Um, had two goals, I think. Makes them out of nothing. Brie Davey also had two goals. A little scared there for Chloe Malloy with her shoulder, but she said she'll be all ready to go for Sunday Alva when they're playing the Dogs. But overall, good win from the Pies. And the last game was the Eagles and the Suns. Um, it was the close game in the end, I think. Both teams have been struggling to put in four-quarter efforts. The Eagles got up by three goals at one point, but the Suns obviously got quarter back, and but they weren't successful, and the Eagles still won by a point. So it was a pretty eventful weekend. This weekend, the North Melbourne... North Melbourne Kangaroos are playing the Richmond Football Club at the Swinburne Centre. It's just been found out that it is a sold-out match, which is obviously very, very exciting. Then on the Saturday, we have the Giants and the Lions uh, at the Giants home stadium. Crows and the Gold Coast Suns. Melbourne and the Saints at Cassie Fields. Down at Icon Park. The Blues will be taking on the winless Cats. Uh, Sunday, Arlo down at Victoria Park. The Pies are playing the Doggies. Which is going to be a good game because the Dogs keep getting better and better. But the Pies are a really tough team. And then to finish off, we have a derby, another derby in Western Australia. The Eagles will take on the Dockers, which should be a good game. My tips, I'm going to pick North by two goals over the Tigers. Uh the Lions are going to get the win of the Giants. The Adelaide Crows are going to smash the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Melbourne will get a win over the Saints. Uh, the Blues will bounce back and get a win over the Cats. I think the Paz Dogs game is going to be close. 
I'm picking Collingwood by a goal unless the doggies can really put something together. And I'm going to say the Dockers are going to beat the Crows by... Oh, the Dockers are going to beat the Eagles, sorry, by... Three by four. Thanks for listening to this first episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably be back next week with another episode. Please leave any advice you have for me uh, in a review. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week.